Uh, what are we going to talk about? Uh, what about reboot? Like Robocop? No, the the nineteen nineties kids TV show reboot. Hello and welcome. I'm Steve, and I'm Al, and I'm Brad, and this is Fools with Tools, the podcast for the clean sweep cobbler. Uh, gentlemen, how are we? What's everyone been up to? Brett, you're in a new place with hats on the wall. <laughs> Tell us all about it. Look at all the hats. <laughs> um, I am, in fact, in California at the moment. California. For California. A little <laughs> California to attend a little maker event where I will be building a pizza oven, like a coal or wood-fired pizza oven. Nice. That's my project for the week. Um, but last night around, or this morning around 4 a.m., I posted the post-vice, post-post-vice video, uh, which I'm well proud of. I'm, I'm happy how it turned out. And, yeah, I haven't slept very much in the last few days, I guess. I don't know. It was a... It was a bit of a whirlwind before leaving town, so I feel like the last week or so has been quite the blur. But we're still getting work done, and it's sunny, and it's it's not cold like it is in upstate New York. So all is well. All will be well. I get to make food. I get to make things that make food this week. Yay! That That's always my favorite thing to do. It's a good comment. Yeah, I'm working on my my Aloysius approach to things good <laughs> that's <laughs> an objective yeah uh cool uh al what about you in your room with darth maul in the background uh it's batman isn't it oh it's darth maul you're right yeah yeah that's me uh representing the uh the forthcoming dual lightsabers that's gonna mm. make make toys go sell yay um, yeah, no, it's actually a bubble bath. With, and yeah. you, pop it, you pop his head off and he's full of bubble bath. Yeah. <laughs> what as a nice he, way. See, what they don't know is that the Sith <laughs> are actually full of bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> so when he got cut in half and fell down that thing, he was just all bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> like a giant washing machine. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that was it. I did actually have a bath. <laughs> Um, yesterday I went and got the uh, car serviced. It's annual service, which is as expensive as fucking ever. Yeah, um, but at least it's still on the road. Uh, I was told that my brakes were illegal and had to get them fixed immediately. <laughs> so now I can also stop, which is nice. Yay! Yay! Um, and today was just big fucking cleaning out of the hack shack because it was an absolute tip. Um, there's just been weeks and weeks of kind of treading water and just dumping stuff, driving the length of the country, coming back, dumping stuff, and it's just been piling up, piling up, piling up. So I had a great session today, just clearing everything out, ready to go, um, and started a project as well. So it's nice. good to have a nice, clean space uh, so you can kind of start again. Um, and I just, yeah, I'm, I'm on it now. So I can't wait to get... It's kind of a, a combo of a lot of heavy editing, this one, um, a lot of kind of digital work combined with a bit of making as well. So... Be a nice back to the back to the roots. Some yeah, some of my earlier videos. Sweet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, did you find that bag with the chisel and wood in it? I did not find the bag with the chisel and wood in. Okay. Uh, so I don't know where that is. If anyone finds a bag with some offcuts of wood, priced from <laughs> twenty pence to seventy pence, and a nice chisel, it's mine. Can you yeah. fucking give it back, please? I will. Uh, I will. I, I might have a load. few of those. <laughs> no, it was a. Um, it, when we went down to Yandel's, uh, we did like a little um, wood carving lesson, which is really nice. And it was carving Roman numerals. Um, and straight after that, I just went and bought the chisel that you need to do the letters, to do the sort of you know classic yeah. V-shaped um, wood carved letters. So uh, yeah, I, nice. I, <laughs> but I don't know where it is. <laughs> I'm hoping it's in the boot of my car after the fucking service. I'll find it. Yeah. Cool. Uh, what have I been up to, you asked? Steve, what have you been up to? Well, well, one uh, day you'll go fucking first and we don't have to ask you. No, because, no, that doesn't work like that. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I, uh, what did I do? I really hurt my hip. Um, and spent, yeah, exactly. That's the face that I pulled when it happened. Was that uh, like just a really, a really tough brunch or did you, did you sit down <laughs> with a cocktail too hard or what? Yeah, what? Yeah. Um, oh, you... I took Murphy for a walk and everything just went to hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I spent two days walking around like a proper old man. Um, and, uh, and because I decided to finish early one day because my hip hurt, uh, <laughs> I then fixed the door on the Land Rover, which has been falling off for the last six months. Uh, but other than that, it's been a lot of just work, 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 getting stuff ready for Bath Christmas Markets, getting everything sorted out for uh, Al getting back tomorrow. Um, and Has he been at Grand's Force? Uh, yeah, so he uh, so all this summer he's been going over to Sweden to do a um, no he's been going over to Norway to do uh, <laughs> like a, yeah uh, to do a um, kitchen on the edge of the world thing. So basically, him and a load of chefs have been out uh, at the very top of Norway at this restaurant, um, like restaurant hotel thing, um, and people have paid a lot of money to get some kind of one-on-one time with some very, very famous chefs mm. um, and spend a couple of days working with Al making a, a chef's knife or something like that. Um, and then spending the evenings with the chefs getting like cooking and using the knives and all this sort of stuff, um, which has been really cool. And then he came, he flew down from there down to into Sweden, went to Grand's Force and made a, Fucking awesome looking TX for hmm. building ships with. Um, and he's back tomorrow. Uh, so we're back at the workshop tomorrow to sort everything out. Um, I need to talk to him about plans for this winter because winter for us is a very quiet time because we don't do any courses or anything, which is where the bulk of my work, or courses and festivals is the bulk of my work. Um, so... And because production-wise, basically all the production is being done uh, in the last few weeks and like the next few weeks when I'm not around. So uh, like November, December, there's not a huge amount of work for me to do. So I need to speak to him about what I'm doing there. Uh, and I completely lost track as to where I was. Oh, yeah, I sold my bed as well. Um, sold so the bed? bed. Yeah, the bed, the bed that was here is now gone. <laughs> I moved that today. Oh, and that go. was so much fun trying to fit that entire bed into the Volvo. Um, and like <laughs> rolling the mattress up, getting all of the ratchet straps and just trying to like do it up a little bit at a time, <laughs> like making a giant roly-poly. Uh, and there was something else interesting that happened as well, but I don't know where it was. I'll probably remember it in 20 minutes. Yeah, it's probably not important. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's kind of, uh, it's almost like I've been, ah, fuck, that's not going to work. Go on, do it. Say, I dare you. Go on, go on. <laughs> go on. I was going to say, it's almost like I've been, oh, that's what I was, that's the other thing, is I've been trying to sort you out for going to uh, America uh, next week um, nice. to be like the cheap, fake version of Brett. Um <laughs> That's a good look, Brett. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm basically being like bargain basement uh, replacement Brett for uh, a couple of days until Brett gets back. Uh, but yeah, you could almost say it's like I've been rebooting my life by fixing things and getting rid of things. It was really tenuous and didn't really work, which is why I wasn't. Oh, that was that. a bit of a stretch. Yeah, just a touch. Um, but yeah, so we were going to talk about reboots because. None of us had anything that in any way segued with uh, reboots, so we thought we'd just. What? That's not my it. job to work out the segue. That's you could have gone. You could have gone with like you know recasting Brett with like in, you know for the next generation, and you 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 you're now playing the role of of Kid Rock instead of Brett. Been, <laughs> <laughs> there's, lo- there's loads of ways you could have gone in. It could have been about the the sort of the second version of going to Jimmy's and doing the class again. Yeah, I, I suppose that that would have been quite a good way of doing it. Instead, you just yeah. ruined it, like usual. Yeah, well, I can't take the pressure, can I? Uh, <laughs> what do you know about pressure? <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Well, I have kissed a man. 
Do you know what we should just do? We should just get Phil to do an intro every week and then not even bother doing an episode because we should just get Phil on every week. <laughs> just get Phil. Seriously, sit and editing that audio. Hour. Realizing that I didn't have to do anything to his audio because it <laughs> sounded so nice, I was like, "Well, this is this is glorious. This is what it means to have a good speaking voice in a microphone." Yeah, uh, yeah. No, I I definitely think that we should just get Phil to do a, a monologue podcast. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so rebooting. What's that all about then? Well, Al, um, <laughs> I just thought that we'd 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 reach this milestone with a hundred episodes. Well, hundred one episodes is kind of the milestone. We kind of had a little in joke there where, where episode one oh, was just. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, let's just go back uh, five minutes to where I had a shit segue, and uh, <laughs> one of the other things that happened this week is Rob, uh, as in original Rob. Um, but I started the podcast with. Uh, he has actually rebooted Bert's Woodshack and is actually starting to make stuff again. Uh, redone his Instagram and he's back on and everything. Uh, so yeah, pretend that I made a really good segue out of that. Nice and go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, on the on the back of uh, the founder of, of this fantastic. Uh, mess that is filled with tools uh rob's new uh newfound love for his, his making uh experience yeah i just thought it'd be nice to talk about kind of um that re-injection of, of energy and and you know excitement into things that, that a reboot can do it was kind of i don't think the word was even a thing until uh they started kind of remaking films and redoing film trilogies and finding new ways to circumvent uh licenses owned by sony for spider-man <laughs> franchises um but yeah reboots are an interesting thing because as i say we you know we 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 reached this this awesome milestone of, of 101 episodes um and it's just about you know where do we go from here imagine this was like series two of, of fills with tools it's like what you know is it is it another 100 episodes of the same shit I, i'm pretty sure people get very bored of that um you know what direction do we go in now what direction to be going, Steve, that you're, you know, you rebooted your life and you're working for yourself. Um, where do we head with with our content, with our channels, with our projects, you know? Um, I think it's just a really interesting topic. It's actually because I was watching Honor's latest video um, and he's, oh, just mo- yeah. he's just moved into um, like a, a unit that he's going to share with someone else um, really concentrate on his knife-making game, take it out of the little shared, which I think was part of the charm. Of of, yeah. of his channel, but obviously he's got a lot of ambition, and it, it feels it, it just the word just popped into my head watching that video of, of reboot, and I just thought it was a really interesting topic. Yeah, no, I like that, um, and I mean that, that's one of the things. It's like not to to dwell on 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 his new thing, but I think like um, having have, well, I was going to say having like the charm of of that little shack was really good because he's got fuck all else going for him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it doesn't mean that, that it doesn't mean that that charm has to be the the, the only story yeah. forever. You yeah. know, I, I think it's great that people have got kind of the the balls to go. You know, even the, even if it ain't broke, you can you can you can change and you can fix it and you can take a new direction. And, yeah. and this idea of rebooting and you know, not, a reboot isn't necessarily about starting again from scratch. Um, you know, Sam's popped up in in, in yeah. the Facebook group recently because he. he he kind of sold his channel on because that wasn't the direction he wanted to take. And I think that was really interesting seeing his his newfound yeah. passion for for doing what he's great at. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, there's a there's a lot of it going on. There's a lot of it fucking going on with movies. You know, we're going to end up with the hopefully <laughs> the last Star Wars film for a long time uh, in a couple of months. Um, yeah. Which was kind of deemed a big reboot of our generation just because. Yeah. The the prequels failed miserably, but you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've said it a few times, but all all that these new films done have made the Phantom Menace look like not that bad a film. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's the thing, though, is I think it's quite interesting that you say like it, you don't have to. Uh, there doesn't have to be anything wrong for you to do uh, a reboot or hmm. to to redo something because, like, when I um, when I first took over the the workshop, like my little workshop, um, it was hundred percent only looking at doing metalwork in there. I had no interest in doing any kind of woodworky sort of stuff. Whereas now, especially doing 
uh, working like full time for Alex, I find more and more that when I'm in my workshop, I want to do bits of woodwork. And, you know, there's a lot of the stuff that I want to do involves doing not not nowhere near fine woodwork, but something a little bit more refined than just some OSB and um, <laughs> like structural pine sort of thing. Oh, um, you yeah, love the shelves I put up today. <laughs> is that exactly what they were um but that's the thing is like that's all the stuff that we have in in the workshop but but like there's 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 a few bits that i want to do that require a little bit more finesse and over the last uh six months i really have started to kind of put more like woodworking stuff into the workshop i've started to do more woodworking bits in there um not necessarily like changing the whole workshop to suit it or anything like that but just kind of actually thinking right i need to because i think it was beginning of the year um i had a massive change around in the workshop cleared everything out um moved everything around uh like reclaimed a bit more of the space that beryl was using and just made it a uh a better place to work and part of that kind of change around um, reboot was thinking right well actually i need to i need to make sure that i've got it set up so that i can do the woodworking stuff as well um so it's not just like an afterthought of uh, well i've got a five pound erwin handsaw and that's all i need for doing woodwork sort of thing it's um it's putting that other stuff in there as well um so yeah i think like there's there's a lot of different uh uh, like levels, I guess, of re- yeah. rebootingness. Yeah, I mean, like the materials thing is an interesting one, and I think you know, I know we joke about wood a lot on this channel, um, <laughs> but it, it is Dead like art. perfectly complementing what you're doing, Steve, with metal. Yeah, you know, even to the joke of the 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 the, the wooden knife and the cake knife and stuff, it's like <laughs> it, it works, and it's you know, it's it's a it's a beautiful kind of foil to to the core yeah. of your channel, um, and seeing people. Other people as well kind of branch out. No, not a wood pun. Um, but <laughs> in terms of like going that actually, I, even for my own sanity, I can't just be doing the same shit all the time. Yeah. Never mind people that actually like you know want to want to join in the adventure. Yeah. It's um, uh, you know, you see it, you see it all around. You see you see people going actually. This I'm doing more than this. Um, yeah, Alex Two Q um, has kind of been a bit quiet lately, but he, he's he's reached back to me and said like he's you know, he, he wants to kind of just have a little bit of a change of direction in terms of what he's making and doing. And, yeah. you know, that also involves like his identity and his, you know, his logo and name channel name and stuff, because yeah. it's not reflective of what he's doing. And he's, you know, he wants that to instill some new passion and some new energy into it. Um, so, yeah, I love, I love seeing people kind of go, I'm not stuck in, I'm not stuck in this one dimensional thing. I can actually go yeah. have, the, have the balls to change. Yeah. I liked, I had a, short discussion with Bob Clagey, uh, because he had put together a little forge, a little brick, <laughs> fire yeah. brick forge. And he was having some issues with it. And I was trying to help him work out why his fire wasn't running correctly. But I could, I got the sense that he's so excited. I mean, he posted a handful of little stories <laughs> about it and he was, you know, showing it off and he's got the video up about it. Um, but the fact that he didn't just go like, eh, whatever, it works to heat up a little bit of steel and I'll bang it on the sandbox. Yeah. Like he's he's clearly very uh, driven by it, or he's he's got some kind of newfound passion. Yeah, yeah. And he's so diverse in what yeah. he does that I think he'll actually end up kind of breathing some new life into, you know, moving metal around for the people that view him are all over the map. You know, it's everything from nerdy kids that want to make wooden katanas and R2-D2 things to furniture or home installs. And adding somebody like that into the mix is going to be a bit of a reboot or a reinvigoration of, um, you know, a new perspective on things. And he's the kind of guy that has enough influence that I think his passion will feed into that. And yeah. if, if you guys recall, Al, I think you were super busy. Um, but while we were at Maker Central this last time, Ginny, his wife, was yeah. lights out on on the anvils making her nail, and I mm-hmm. think 
that feeds into it. You know, it's like Bob seeing something that she got passionate about. And then yeah. that feeds into him. Cause he's like, well, I'll build it. And then maybe that can feed into more stuff. And then maybe Jenny gets more involved. Yeah. And I- that, that's just, that's like a new step, right? It's a yeah, new yeah. little door that he's going to walk through. But I feel like the more I spend time uh, talking to new people or meeting new people, which I'm going to do this week, a lot of these folks I've, I've never met that are coming yeah. out here. It's going to be interesting because I feel like I'm going to be exposed to a lot of new things or a lot of new ideas or new approaches. And it's, I feel like I'm, I'm in a bit of a state of, of rebooting. I may not have fully rebooted yet, <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, you know, disc defrag is going on right now where everything's <laughs> just getting like a little bit more clear, maybe getting rid of the faff and ready for whatever that next step is. I'm, I'm excited for it, but it feels like the universe is kind of presenting a lot. I mean, Steve, yeah. with you being over, I'm well excited to have you around. Chris, the classes and the maker camp and the ever I feel like this next few weeks yeah. is really, really gonna be healthy for the reboot. Yeah, because yeah. there's I'm I'm like sorry everyone that's listening, but there's like some things that I'm really excited about when I come over. Uh Brett, like there's there's a couple of things that I uh have now kind of learned how to do that I'm really excited to kind of um show you and play around with some of those new techniques and things like that um but it, it's it's interesting that you say that about uh a maker central but also going to um going to the event that you're going to and and meeting those new people and i think that's that's one of the best ways of because like if, if you look at it in terms of films sorry i'm jumping from train of thought to train of thought oh but, yeah this is very new for you steve go ahead <laughs> But if you look at it in terms of films, like generally a reboot is done because either the uh, the franchise has been stagnant or dead for a long time and they're trying to breathe some new life into it. Like it's occasionally it's just because, oh, that actor's got too old and now we need to reboot it to put a new actor in or whatever. But but a lot of the time it's just because they like the, the core story and everything is, is great, but they just need a fresh look at it. Um, so, you know, whether it's bringing in a, a new director or a new actor or whatever, and they reboot the, reboot the whole franchise so that they can they can do everything again. And it's a great way of breathing new energy into something. And I kind of feel like that's what happens quite often when people go to, especially like, um, like Maker Fair, Maker Central, like big events like that. I think they're hugely important for people being able to, reboot themselves like to to breathe new energy into it and and like brett said you know you go along and you see something that you never even thought that you'd be interested in like when um Ginny and bob is a perfect example because like i i was fully expecting um bob to be kind of you know really into it and Ginny to kind of be like oh yeah okay I, i'm doing this but she was loving it and I, she was way more excited than he was and it was really good fun and I got to kind of spend a bit of time kind of saying like oh yeah just do a little bit of this and just do a little bit of that and if you hit like this instead of like that then you'll get this result and it was great and like I I think that's one of the things I love about teaching is the fact that I get to kind of um, feed off of other people's like enthusiasm and excitement Mm -hmm. over these new um, new techniques and new things that they're learning and um, and I think uh, that's again that like going to these events is it feeds into that and it, it means that you know it, it could be that you're you're just seeing um a, a new way of hitting a bit of hot metal it could be that you're getting to spend time with someone learning something you've never done like at um at the Andal show I got to do wood turning for the first time ever mm-hmm. and it went from being uh oh that's quite fun but meh to oh shit yeah I, I totally get why people really like doing this mm-hmm. um, but I mean Yandel's Yandel's is a, is a great case in point because yeah they decided to branch out from what they're they're famous for which is you know wood turning <laughs> ironically into you know making it much more about craft and hobbies getting in a new audience getting in the, you know partners of the the pale male stale audience that they're, that they're used to <laughs> and kids as well you know bringing sofa yeah. along and doing the the junk robots it's like the you know it's, it didn't necessarily reboot the whole show it was just that kind of little additional things and going actually being a bit more open-minded 
um, expanding as well. I think you know yeah. the idea of a reboot is that it's not just the 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 single vision that you started out with. It's going actually it can I don't have to throw that away. You know we can keep that, but we can build on it. Yeah. Um, you know, just uh, it's not going to be for a change. It's not going to be an entire episode about films and TV. But just finished watching <laughs> Dark Crystal. It's the same thing. It was like a a preboot where basically they're, they're trying, <laughs> they're trying to get well TM. They, I want five cents every time someone says preboot. Um, <laughs> you know, making something for a new audience, but not losing yeah the vision that it was based on, but expanding it as well. So it's like you know. Yeah. Well, it's it's if if we're gonna try and dodge talking about movies the entire time because <laughs> that seems to be the uh, topic that gets uh, that terminology reused. But from you know a computer standpoint, Steve, you worked with computers and doors at some point in your life. Um, I always think about it with the you know you're getting like new hardware, new software, and so if if the idea of these other events or kind of injecting some new uh, creative processes or creative teams around you, even if they're not necessarily directing you through whatever your next project is or whatever the next uh, material you want to work in, there's clearly something about, you know, injecting something new into the system where to go back to film, how many Hulk movies came out within a few years? (laughs) Because it was like somebody was just too unhappy with whatever, the approach was, but the story was established years ago. You wouldn't, so everyone you wouldn't, still... you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Sake. But somebody was unhappy with the execution of the movie, but the, the core story still stayed, right? But it was about injecting new writers or a new director, new actors, whatever. So it was just putting new hardware, new software into the system and seeing what works. Um, when it comes to the making stuff that we do, I find that um, being exposed to new materials, like I'm going to work with some stuff I've never worked with before in terms of stone. And, mm. you know, uh, all I know to use fire brick for is for doors on the forge. <laughs> all I know to use fire bricks for is doors on the forge. Um, so it's going to be interesting to actually work with mortar and, and do some stone work and, I need to find a stone cutting disc for an angle grinder, which I don't know that I've ever, I think that might be one of the only attachments I've never used on a right angle grinder, but that's that so much that's invigorating. And I'm excited to see, uh, you know, I think I talked about it when, when we got back from Rome, it was like something I would love to try a little bit more is working with stone or yeah. those natural materials because stone to me is intimidating. It's like, how, mm-hmm. how do you have that discussion about Michelangelo seeing David yeah. inside of the marble? You're like, well, you got to start pecking around at some stone to see how it works <laughs> and how it chips off and everything. Even you getting the chisel out, yeah. like at that point, you're not doing something. You're doing something a bit atypical with woodworking, right? Mm-hmm. You are not reshaping it. You're cutting into it. Yeah, there's no, there's no, there's no pushing that back together or, you know, yeah. screwing and, so, and screwing that back. It's like <laughs> one 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 stroke, one hit, that's it. You know, you can't Exactly. And I know there's a video I watched not too long ago. May have to may have to talk about it a bit later in the episode. <laughs> um, there's a really beautiful video online of a stone engraver, a chis chiseler. And he just talks through the process of, of carving out, you know, Roman style lettering into these big slabs. And he, it looks so easy, but there's a lot of really yeah. uh, fine tuned techniques and finesse to it all. Um, those are, there's a really powerful, uh, I don't know, change of operations or it's like, you're opening up the operations manager, Steve. You're just like, wait, right. <laughs> That thing is still running in the background, and I don't want it to because my processor is just going to shit. So uh, get rid of that, get rid of that, get rid of that, and then like inject something new into the system. Yeah. And it seems to help everything else breathe, right? Because then you just start feeding off um, the creativity around you. And yeah, we talk about the events a lot, but it's it's hard to avoid discussing how beneficial they are because it is proof in the pudding. We keep seeing benefits coming out of you guys going and hanging out with people at Yandel's recently clearly led to a lot of positive energy coming out of it. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I like 
your kind of analogy there, you went off on a slightly different tangent. I did to, not. I did to, not. To, to, uh, to where, when you first started saying about it, to where my head was going. And that's mm-hmm. like when you start talking about different materials and things like that. Like I, 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 I wrote it down because I think it, it's one of those things as well that you can, if you, if you're working on a project, sometimes you can get halfway through a project and you realize that, Oh shit, I've, I've gone down 16 different alleyways that I didn't need to go down. You know, I've, I've started do- doing this and I've corrected it here, but actually it's still showing through or whatever. And sometimes you need to just stop, throw all that to one side and start again. And you start again using a slightly different material or using a slightly different technique or whatever. And you kind of reboot that project because you've, you've gone so far with it and suddenly realized actually this isn't right. <laughs> and it, I think it can, that, that thought started when you, uh, when you were talking about like the Hulk movies. That's exactly what it was. They just yeah. threw it to the side. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the thing is it, it's kind of going like, all right, I've learned some lessons. I've learned like this works with that and that doesn't. And sometimes, you know, you, I think we've all done projects where you kind of go, I know this is going to look like shit, but I need to try it and see why it looks like shit or how, how I can incorporate this in a way that it doesn't look like shit sort of thing. Um, and I think like those kind of almost throwaway projects, those little mini reboots are a kind of, they're necessary and and they're a great way of, of learning. Um, so I think people shouldn't be necessarily afraid. Like there's, there's the whole thing about, you know, well, I've invested so much time in this already. Mm-hmm. I just want to see it finished. It's like, yeah. Sunken can... cost fallacy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like it. it's it's not going to bring it all back if you yeah, keep exactly. if you keep plowing like resources yeah. into it. Yeah, that's the thing is is yes, you might have already spent four hours on it, but it's going to take you another four hours to correct those mistakes, and it's still never <laughs> going to look quite right. Or you could just spend four hours starting from fresh and end up with the thing that you originally wanted anyway. That reminds me, I was having a conversation with Ben yesterday morning, and we got on. Uh, the topic of video games and we're doing a bunch of analogy talk about video games. And he goes, yeah, you know, one of the best things about city Sim city is it was city planning and resource management. And once you got to the point where you could realize that nothing was precious, you just sent a robot in to destroy like a few city blocks and then rebuilt off of it. <laughs> but it took a lot to get to that point because you spent enough time building all the buildings and getting everybody where they needed yeah. to be. And there was like, Nope, just take an ax to all this. Got to rebuild. <laughs> yeah. And from the fire. <laughs> but that, um, the, go ahead, Steve. No, no, no I, was, I was just going to kind of agree with what you were saying. Like, that's the thing is sometimes... Don't do it, that. We just all agree with each other. <laughs> it, it's because uh, it's we've all got the best points. Um, <laughs> so sometimes you, you, know, you do need to just burn everything down and start again. Yeah. And, well... You know what? That that brings up a point in my head, though. What do you guys think about in terms of technology? Because I've been having this issue lately. And when I was doing the Fools of Tools, the last episode edit, the video edit, it was destroying my computer to try and put that thing together. And then obviously, Steve, you and I had a lot of issues just getting it uploaded, right? Because like the tech yeah. that we have just isn't isn't really doing what it needs to do for us to execute it in an efficient manner or in a timely manner. Um. But recently, it seems like I've been dealing with the like not having a computer that I feel like I can produce what I want to produce on it, right? I have some limitations on it. Yeah. I can't necessarily reboot this. And I listen to a few tech podcasts, and I, I try and keep up with you know what new laptops are coming out, or do I say, fuck the laptop thing and try and build out my PC a little bit more because it's got it's got more guts available to it to like switch out and reboot. But you know, most of the reason of having the laptop is to be able to be mobile with it and I can bring it over to, you know, England when I come and see you guys and still produce on it. Yeah. I'm having a lot of issues right now feeling like I I can't reboot. I want to. I want mm-hmm. to be able to reboot. And whether or not it's cost restrictive, it's also hardware restrictive. Like, I can't do anything to this. They restricted me so much. I can't yeah. juice this laptop up anymore. So how do I find a way to reboot without without completely starting over where we want to do that in our projects and say, great, I have to put it to the side. But when it comes to our, either our financial situation or maybe the equipment that we have or the, 
you know, these damn computers that keep changing every three years with worse and worse tech going into it. What do you guys think about, you know, like, when do you call it? When's the time to call it a reboot? When's the time to kind of pony up and, and do the things that need to get done? I mean, I've, I've been down that avenue a few times with exactly that. So the, 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 the idea is that you need, you know, some more grunt in your computer or you need to refresh and reboot your system because it's, you know, not up to the challenge. Um, I've, you know, three times now gone and bought old machines just because I know that what I can do with them is then make them better than what I could get now mm-hmm. for, you know, a fucking tenth of the cost, literally. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Mac is a great example. And my 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 old MacBook, like 2009, 10-year-old, I've, like, completely wiped that, like, several times now. And it's, like, you've it, it takes some guts to kind of just go, I don't need any of this stuff on there anymore. Like yeah. throw it all away and, you know, wipe it. It's like, Oh, I can't, I can't just wipe everything. What if I, and then you, you know, you realize and you're saving video files from, from years ago, things you've already, you know, put out there. It's like, what am I keeping this for? So there's like a ruthlessness in there that you need to just go. I don't need that anymore. Let's fo- let's just, you know, reboot is kind of can be about focus as well. So like, I, yeah. I want to, I want to just get done, you know, Brett editing, so I need I need more grunt, I need more power, I need more space. Get rid of it all. You yeah. know, like like my phone, I'm like, oh, but what about what about all my saved messages and all the conversations <laughs> I've had and all the photos and stuff? It's like, so what? So fuck. Get rid yeah. of it all, wipe it all, start again, and you'll be like, wow, this thing is fast. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that's a, a really good analogy, and it links in really well with the the whole like just rebooting your laptop as in literally just restarting it because Mm. i think we all get caught up and we have so many um things running in the background of our minds all the time yeah and sometimes you do need that that reboot that reset and and sometimes that's uh you know it's going to a show and and meeting people and finding a new technology or a new material that you want to use and like that refocusing you um sometimes it is just going no fuck it i'm just taking a month out i'm <laughs> not going to work on anything in the workshop i'm just going to you know i'm i'm going to watch a load of films i'm going to read this book i'm going to go to spain whatever it is <laughs> like that 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 hitting hard reset so that you actually have time to just decompress let all the millions of thoughts in the back of your head just complete get rid of them sorted and then start again fresh that i think that's massively important i think that's something that people forget and sometimes people will try kind of plowing on and persisting and going and going and going and going when actually all they need to do is just take a step back and not necessarily reboot the project but just reboot (laughs) themselves and give themselves time to to breathe and catch up Mm -hmm. i think i think we all we're all guilty of kind of hanging on to stuff and being precious and, you know, not necessarily hoarding, but being sentimental and even like in your space, you know, rebooting your space. So like go just fucking chuck stuff away, you know, mm-hmm. have a cleanse, have a fucking purge. Yeah. We, we've all had that, that when you're a kid and you're like, you move, your, you move your stuff around in your, in your bedroom. <laughs> you, yeah. spend, you spend like a night as a kid moving, uh, but we're going to put my bed over there now. Yeah. And you know, my desk's over there and it's like, suddenly it's a whole new space and like, got so much room for activities but like <laughs> you haven't it's the same room you know the room's not got yeah. any bigger mm-hmm. um but it just feels because you've changed something yeah that you've you've got more opportunity now or like it, you, you know you, you you look at things in a different way and suddenly it's more creative yeah definitely yeah that's yeah, that's an awesome uh, point to bring up because right before i left town there's still finishing the work on my apartment which i've I've mentioned to a few people but for the last couple of months i agreed on a very different situation to i agreed with my landlords on a situation for them to do some reconstruction and rebooting on my apartment um which in theory sounded great and it didn't work out the way we had initially talked of it being <laughs> just like oh a couple weeks really light no worries not a big deal and you know, call it my own fault for for letting it go on this long. We had we had a few words the other day, or I had a few words the other day before I left town. Um, 
but it, amidst all of it, you know, trying to always find some positivity and, and take the reboot that is kind of being forced upon the situation. I did that, Al. I, I moved around a lot of stuff in the apartment. I don't have bigger space. It's still a small apartment, but yeah. I moved everything around in the bedroom. And suddenly I was like, holy shit, this bedroom is gigantic. <laughs> what? Where was all this space a minute ago? And it's actually, it's nice knowing that when I get back, it will be kind of a new space. I'll, I'll feel a little bit uh, reinvigorated by it. But to take it a, a step further with what you had mentioned about, you know, throwing all the garbage away in the shop or whatever, the whole reason I, I'm keen on the sweeping up after you work or cleaning as you go along when we cook out, we talked about that, you know, when I was over last, it's you're constantly rebooting the system. So it's working at optimum efficiency at that point. Yeah. If you want, if, if it is your lot in life that you kind of appreciate the mess or, or the, the little bits of dust bunnies in the corner mm-hmm. because it's just age or whatever, you know, maybe you don't get to it or you do it every couple of months and it's maybe not as uh, obsessive as I am, but Every single time I'm doing that while I am working on a project, it's a reset. It's the reboot. So I finished that aspect. There's a ton of metal grinding on the floor and dust everywhere. Well, I can't focus on the next thing because my my processing power has gone down because it's <laughs> like too overloaded with a bunch of other bullshit mucking up the system. So I'm rebooting on purpose. And, you know, my, my PC is set up the same way. Like it does a disc defrag and a disc cleanup once a week. I don't even use it that often, but it's just better off knowing that that thing's running at optimum efficiency as often as it can. Um, I think it's difficult for us to do. I think there was something fun about it. Like you brought up when you're a kid that there's a real playfulness in it where it's like, you've changed your environment. <laughs> look at this new place you can explore, but it's, it's absolutely not a new space. It, you've just created I don't know, new hard drive space, something I'm trying to keep <laughs> up with the analogy of the computers, but there is something genuinely invigorating about just switching up your space enough. And and we've mentioned it in old episodes where it's like, take a new way to work or, uh, you know, drive on the back roads or uh, go look at the alcoves. I think this is the word, the alcoves. <laughs> um, there's, there's really something to be said about, about that defrag or that, that reboot. Yeah. I mean, I think like one of the things we're kind of we're using reboot for a an analogy for is is kind of refocusing, and I think that's that's where uh, re, that that's one of the two two things about rebooting um, that are really effective is the fact that it it allows you to to go away or to stay there or whatever, but it allows you to to focus. Um, and I think that's one of the things is it's so easy for us, especially when we've got, you know, 16 different projects, three jobs, 12 kids, eight dogs and four houses to look after or whatever it is that you've got going on. Like all of us have always got a shitload of other stuff going on. And it's really easy to be distracted by that and to to lose that focus and to you know, because a lot of us view our time in the workshop as, you know, our our downtime, our our time to decompress and our time to um, to kind of like an almost like therapy time. But if you go in there and you're not um, you're not focused on what you're doing, then then it's just an extension of that chaos that's in the rest of your life. Um, and I think being able to take that time and to rebuild, I mean, I think uh, cleaning shop is is one of the best examples of that because we've said so many times like i've said before like if i'm uh if i know i need some workshop time but i don't know what to do i'll go down and i'll just spend 20 minutes just cleaning up Hmm. because even if it's just a case of like i've only got an hour down there and i'm just going to spend 20 minutes cleaning up and then 40 minutes just kind of like wandering around going oh i'm just going to put this over there i'm just going to put that over there and and reorganizing or it might be that you know in the process of tidying up i go actually i could really do with a hanger for all of these leads so that's going to be my next project because actually that's going to help um so i think like using it as an opportunity to 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 focus i think is really good and i think the other thing that we've touched on a little bit um and especially brett when you were talking about the new materials is rebooting gives you the opportunity to to try those new things that you haven't necessarily tried before 
Um, so yeah, for me. <laughs> Until you put in a new operating system and you're like, oh no, Vista, <laughs> get it out of here. Uh, we don't talk about Vista. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it, yeah, it, it means that, so for me, like rebooting is either refocusing or um, starting again. So you can try some, excuse me, so you can try something new. Um, whether that's you know working with uh, stone for the first time or um, carving letters into wood or doing whatever, like it's um, that that refocus. I think is uh, sorry that uh, that reboot into new materials. I think is really um, valuable, and I think it's far too easy for us to get stuck in. Oh well, I'm a blacksmith, therefore I need to make everything using hot steel or. I'm a woodworker. I need to, you know, I need to make everything from um, walnut Resin. or, or yeah, or yeah. You know, I I only ever I'm work a with woodworker. I need to make everything out of resin. <laughs> but that, that's what I mean. Is like, or, or you know, I I only hack stuff together. Therefore, I need to make everything out of OSB and um, structural timber. Like, I've I've seen some of the stuff that you've done, Al, when you've done like really nice woodworky stuff, and it works really fucking well. And I think, like we, we allow ourselves, or we we fall into this um, trap of pigeonholing ourselves um, and not allowing ourselves to expand and try new things. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about this community, and one of the reasons why everyone's so into it and why there's so much um, like diversity in, in it is because actually we we shouldn't be pigeonholed. We should be there trying new things. That's that's why we got into what we do. We, you know, we, we want to try new things. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there was anything where we, we voluntarily signed up to do whatever we're all doing. Yeah. <laughs> but there, there was no, there was no <laughs> contractor. Nobody saying like, right. So you're going to do this with your time uh, and do have all of the availability of the things that you can provide yourself. But by the way, if your first project is a cutting board, don't ever try anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really interesting because it is at work. Um, been a couple of projects lately where we've been working with brands and on their sort of internal employee engagement. So how they can make the workplace a better place to be. So, you know, less yeah. about branding and, and consumer facing sort of identity work, but about, you know, how how can we be the best company? How can we have the best staff? How can we have the best culture and environment? Um, and something that came up with talk, I've been doing loads of interviews lately, and something that is a repeated theme is this this idea of continual professional development. So you go in to do your job, but actually you want to keep training, you want to keep learning. And people are less bothered now about the salary, you know, and the perks and how many days holiday you get. They're bothered about what they'll learn on the job yeah. and information being like this new currency. So you, you're, you know, employees, employers now are expected to teach you stuff while you're at work, yeah. whether that's in form of training or, you know, skills on the job or, you know, additional stuff. So going out and getting away from the, the, the place that you work and, you know, going to going to courses, going to conferences, learning and stuff. Man, um, that's nice to hear. It's no, it super is, and and it, yeah. it's a, it's across the board. It's just, it's just, it's a huge global trend that's like people people want to not do the same thing anymore. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I don't know whether that's a, a reflection of society, and we're all kind of more, um, you know, much more used to kind of things on demand and and being less patient with with the status quo. But hopefully, it's a reflection of you know society in general, and and people willing to change and people willing to kind of rethink things. Um, yeah. again, getting away from that kind of established system that, that is just no longer fit for purpose, but seeing it on a huge sort of corporate scale is really refreshing to hear. Um, and hopefully that means that, you know, brands will re, you know, reboot. I mean, Brett, I don't know if you have the same campaign for Axe, which is links in the UK, the, mm-hmm. the deodorant. Mm-hmm. So for my entire upbringing, links was about, Spraying on this shitty deodorant and women will chase you down the fucking street. You yes. know, women will chase you on the beach. Women will chase you, blah, blah, blah. You know, and they, they realize that this is bullshit. This isn't what it's about. You know, it's not, it's, it's not this one dimensional story of, of sexism and, and achieving your goal. 
and they just completely re, re, reimagined themselves and decided that actually no, it's about celebrating. You've got a big nose, so you know that that's <laughs> that's 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 what makes you cool. You know, yeah. you're great on the base, and that's what makes you cool. And the fact that yeah, you, man. You, the fact that you're not sweating is just an, a, you know, it's a it's a hygiene factor. Um, yeah. So you, you know that the the stuff they make doesn't smell nice, and it certainly doesn't make you attractive <laughs> to to the, the person that you're trying to become attractive to. It's, it's about you. <laughs> yeah. And it was just really refreshing to, to see. Wow. Yeah. Carlsberg, is... Carlsberg, we talked about Carlsberg. Didn't yeah, we, you know, we talked. Yeah. yeah. That, it's probably not the best fucking lager in the world. So they, they, <laughs> they literally went back to the recipe and rebrewed it, and, and yeah. you know rebooted the the you know four hundred year old recipe. Yeah, mm. and I I think that's a that's a really good point. Is the fact that doing a reboot can it gives you an opportunity to admit that yeah admit your mistakes like the the Gillette thing um, a little while back like it gives you the opportunity to be able to say all right okay you know what i wasn't doing that in the best way i'm gonna i'm gonna stop i'm gonna start again and this time i'm gonna try and be better and that's that's the thing is at the end of the day like all of us are all just trying to be better every single day um and you know if if you need to to take a step back and do a reboot to to be able to achieve that then then do it because if if it helps make you better uh, you know whether that's a better person a better product a better brand a better company a, a <laughs> better content creator whatever you want to be if if it makes you better then that's that's a, that surely that's only a good thing you know if, if it makes you better then that that is spiffing It's Saab. Saab, uh, which means that that's me first. So I am going to spiff. Uh, I touched on it earlier on um, the fact that Al is uh, making TXs and stuff like that. Uh, that's all because um, the Sutton Who, the Viking burial ship in <gasps> Suffolk, um, they're, so they're, they're rebuilding that. Um, and we're doing a load of work. We're making, um, I say we, Al is making um, some traditional axes and things like that um, for it. We also might be making a few thousand nails and rivets for it um, and lots of other bits. Um, and they've actually got a, they've opened up a, their own Instagram account for the uh, for the team that are building the actual replica. Um, oh my God. So uh, I'll stick that in the shows. And I think it's definitely worth a follow. It's, it's already got some interesting bits on it, but I think over the next kind of couple of years, there's going to be some really, really cool stuff happening on there. So, yes, Sutton Who uh, Ship Company. I think it's very cool. exciting like times. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. So, go check that out. Uh, Al is next. Uh, yeah, I'm going to spiff a, a classic Fools with Tools favorite um, for the fifth reboot of the zombie. Apocalypse Weapon Challenge. Rory yeah. announced it today. I couldn't be more excited. Um, nice. Yeah, and you know, I think he, each year he's trying to add like a new dimension to it, um, yeah. and keeping it fresh, keeping it different, getting new people involved as well, which is great to see each year that you know pe- people who maybe never, never heated up <laughs> a bit on metal before and hit it with a hammer, um, give it yeah. a go, and it's it's fantastic bringing people in. Um, you know, he was fundamental in getting getting us three together um, yeah. so rory's got a lot to answer for but yeah the, <laughs> the, the 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 zombie challenge is on again uh just by the time this is out he's probably released a, a video um but just check out the the facebook group for the announcement yeah. uh and do we get speak. the do we get the stipulations or the options this year yep so he's do you want to say them? Because I'm excited no. and I don't want to look them up right now. But no, I'm going to get. I, I'll, I'll let people wait to to see Rory's video. So you'll, you'll probably do it. Son of thing. No, that's yeah. good shout. Good shout. Um, and on that, have you seen the post that Bernie did for his entry for this year's? Go go um, have a look at Bernie. Bernie's posted like a million things today. I've, I can't keep up. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, his his design for his entry looks. It, it looks like it might be on par with Oh the, shit, uh, was that what that is? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 
Ah, uh, I didn't realise. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, I, I thought it's just I thought it's just like some sort of jig for the workshop or something. No, right. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out. Right. So, uh, <laughs> Brett. Oh sweet Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> what a uh, boss! Yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, the yeah. game. The game has already a been foot. raised. And a it's foot. Not, yeah. It yeah. Well, I guess I'm just not entering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, Bernie. Uh, yes. So my spiffing is a gentleman I met last week in person, which was nice. But I, I've actually been watching the Bon Appetit channel for a while because I think they have a silly new approach. And in, in a way, kind of rebooting the whole idea of the of the Food Network shows, you know, where it's very overly produced, very scripted, very, I don't know, cookie cutter, not to make a pun. But I met Brad Leone, who's on the, uh, the Bon Appetit channel, but has a lot of his own stuff going on. And he was filming an episode or two with Jimmy. Where they were making a camping stove, outdoor camping stove out of steel. And admittedly, the first first time I met him, he actually came up maybe like a month ago. He's, he talks real loud and he's fast and he's he's really intrigued by everything. So there's a lot of questions and he's just got a lot of energy. And I was a bit I was a bit taken back because I just I'm like, oh okay, it's a TV guy. I, I know I've seen him on the internets and they get tons of views, so he's he's a big deal. And then he's up for two days. And by the end of it, I watched him clean up after himself the entire time he was cooking. He swept the shop multiple times when they would make messes. Did a great job with his welding, first time welding. And asked if I could forge a couple of tools for them to use while they were uh, filming the episode. And then we had a really healthy talk about blacksmithing and like the soul of coal forging. And he's got a really good attitude about things. So I know he's huge and you know, doesn't necessarily need our uh, support to like get any bigger, but he's, he's doing a really good job. And I found out more through some research and actually my brother is a huge fan of his. Turns out he does a lot of uh, like food kitcheny type things or a lot of benefits and, and really takes his time to yeah. try and give back to the community and he's got a healthy attitude about stuff. I, I think yeah. he will actually, if he sticks around and he, he does some of the projects that he and Jim discussed, he could be a bit of a reboot for Jim, which I'm I'm well excited for. You know, I always want to see yeah. Jim thrive and, and be able to show off his talents in communities that maybe don't know him as well. So I'm excited yeah. for for that and to see what comes out of it. But but genuinely he was just he was such a super nice guy and he treats treats a little bloke like me that he doesn't know super well. And mm-hmm. It was super respectful and he's worth a watch. If you like food and you like a little bit more deconstructed approach to, you know, the comedy and like the goofiness that goes along with what they're filming, they're very well learned people over on that channel, but they actually allow them to be people and just be themselves <laughs> while being experts in what they do. So yeah. Bon Appetit channel is worth a watch. Follow Brad. I think he's a good dude. And Hope to hope to see him more in the future. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good shout. Both and if you, you ever wanted to see what raw iron looked like, this is any other business. If you ever wanted to see what raw iron looks like etched and why we all love it so much, me and Marcel and Phil, <laughs> just go watch the video and watch the muriatic acid eat eat a wood grain into the my post spice that I mean. I'm well happy how that turned out. I had to say it. I was about halfway through watching it when uh, Al posted the link for the thing, so I've not seen it yet. Uh, so, any other business, Al, seeing as Brett jumped in before I'd even said it. Shouting at myself, I feel like a shithead. <laughs> you are a shithead. Whatever. Uh, I like uh, no, my, my spiff was my any other business. Cool. That's all i got to say. Beautiful. Um, I don't have... Oh, no, I do have one little bit of any other business, which is if uh, I haven't posted a picture of the thing that Caro made for me by the time this episode is live, (laughs) feel free to send me lots and lots of abuse because you all need to see it. It's fucking incredible. 
and I need to try and get a photo of both of them next to each other because <laughs> one of them does not like it. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, and I think that's it. So if you want to get hold of us, you can find us in all of the usual shows, social, oh, for fuck's sakes, every week. You can find us in all of the usual social media places. You can find me at Moonshine Metaworks. You can find Brett at Skell and Spade 13. And you can find Al at Al's Hack Shack. Oh, Steve, well played. And if you want to find us uh, as a threesome, as a trio, as a partnership, Triforce. Triforce. Uh, Yeah, if you want to get hold of us as a group, uh, then you can go to www.fwtpodcast.com, FWT Podcast on Instagram for all the lovely thumbnails, and the Fools of Tools Facebook group for Facebook group. Times yes. things. Uh, yes, that as well. Um, yeah, that's it. We love you all, and we shall see you soon. Bye! Bye. Bye.